Roethlisberger, the quarterback, was all, hug it, chug it, football, all night. Hearts are pounding in Denver. Nobody but Terrell here. Davis, it is a walking, standing up. Denver is in the lead. Denver's going to win it. Oh, baby, they're going to win this thing. Probably the final play of the game. It is caught by oh. Dyson. Can he get in? No, he cannot. And the Rams have won the Super Bowl. There's one thing I want to say here tonight. It's only four words. This one's for John. Welcome back to NFL 2019 season preview name change pending. This is episode two of our, our season preview. Your host, Brian Priest. Find me on Twitter at bpriest24. That's at B-P-R-E-E-C-E-24. I'm again joined by Tommy. Hi, this is Ruthless Lupe. You can find me at Ruthless Lupe on Twitter. That's R-U-T-H-L-E-S-S underscore L-U-P-E, Ruthless Lupe. So that was your uh, rap name, right? That is correct. Can you give us a few bars? No. All right. We'll start with the AFC North, the Baltimore Ravens. Last year they went 10-6. and six. They brought in, they signed safety Earl Thomas from the Seahawks, running back Mark Ingram from New Orleans, and Marquise Brown was their second round draft pick out of Oklahoma. They lost their longtime quarterback Joe Flacco in a trade with the Denver Broncos. Wait, is that Footsteps Flacco from Ohio State? (laughs) Delaware, but yeah, I, I hear you. I know what you're saying. I'm not excited to have Joe Flacco on the Broncos roster. But we'll stay with the Ravens for right now. Uh, wide receiver John Brown, Terrell Suggs, and C.J. Mosley all left the team in free agency. Uh, mentioned in, in the draft, they, they brought in Marquise Brown. He was uh, one of their um, premier uh, draft picks. And then it just health-wise, Marquise Brown last year at Oklahoma did undergo surgery for a Liz Franck injury in, in his foot. So he's just still working back from that. And then Earl Thomas missed most of last season with Seattle after breaking his lower leg. Um, that's usually an injury the guys are able to come back from pretty well. So we anticipate him recovering from that and, and putting up good numbers for the Ravens this year. Best case scenario, Lamar Jackson, the, you know, five foot nine, six foot, there's no way he's six foot, five foot nine, 180 pound quarterback, if that. Can he, if he stays healthy and can take the pounding in the NFL, then they're going to be good. They'll have a good defense, they always do, and they could win this division. Worst case scenario is that Lamar Jackson gets hurt, and they, they've they got to consider, the Ravens have to consider the possibility that he's not their quarterback of the future. Um, I My prediction, I've got them going 10-6. and six. I, I've got them uh, challenging for the division crown with the Browns and probably making the playoffs. That sounds about right, Brian. I think 10-6 uh, is accurate for this squad. Um, Mar Jackson is, has us left to has left us with uh, little to be desired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in the, in the passing game, like good legs, but you're right. Sorry, not trying to catch you off. No, fair. <laughs> All right, we got the Cincinnati Bengals next. They went six and ten last year, and I don't see it getting better this season. They finally moved on from Marvin Lewis, longtime head coach. They hired Zach Taylor. He was the Rams quarterback coach. And it's, um, it's one of those where they're they're trying to start that Sean McVay coaching tree and uh, previous experience in the NFL that doesn't tend to work, especially an inexperienced guy like Zach Taylor. 
maybe he'll do great, but I, I'm not anticipating him having a, a good head coaching tenure with the Bengals. Mm. Uh, key acquisitions, they, they're. I think this kind of shows how bad the offseason was for the Bengals. Do you recognize any of these names, Tommy? Ryan Finley, Drew Sample, John Miller. No. <laughs> well, Finley is a quarterback they drafted in the fourth round out of North Carolina State. Oh, nice. Drew Sample, a draft pick somewhere at some point this most recent year. And John Miller is an offensive lineman that they signed in free agency. Mm. Woo! Woo! <laughs> and then uh, losses for the Bengals. Uh, linebacker Vontaze Burfecht finally will not be getting 15-yard penalties all season for them. So that'll yeah. be nice. I'd... So no, so no, uh, no hard-nosed tackling. Yeah. On yeah, no exactly. Um, and they also lost tight ends Tyler Croft and their uh, former first-round pick tackle Cedric Abui. Um, as far as getting healthy, AJ Green. It, it, it seems like a constant theme with AJ Green the last two or three years. This this time he suffered a foot injury with. I want to say it was in like the first ten minutes of training camp starting. And he hasn't played since. He's expected to miss a few weeks to start the year. And then uh, tight end Tyler Eifer, anybody who's played fantasy football has thought to themselves at one point or another, ooh, maybe I'll pick up Eifert. He might put up some numbers. I hear he's good because he's always available. Why is he always available? Because he's always hurt. There's always something going wrong with Tyler Eifert. So I I don't have a lot of faith in, in his health. Uh, best case, they, they luck into Ryan Finley being a decent quarterback, and that accelerates the, the rebuild that they're undergoing right now. Worst case scenario, they discover that they don't have any quarterbacks on the roster, and as I mentioned, Zach Taylor is, struggles as, as a first-time head coach, and it's a tough spot in Cincinnati. So my prediction, this is probably the second worst team in the league. I've got them going 3-13. and 13. Oh, I'll agree on that. Definitely sounds like a... A group of ragtags, mm-hmm. you know, uh, NFL rejects. I feel so. Uh, see how they, I, yeah. Let's get let's get Tua and start rebuilding. Tanking for Tua. Go yes. Bengals. Go Bengals. I hope he likes orange or teal. <laughs> or, yeah. He's gonna wear some good colors. <laughs> All right, we've got the Cleveland Browns next. The Browns been one of the biggest stories of the offseason. Last year they went seven, eight, and one, which. I, a lot of teams would be disappointed with 7-8-1, and one, but I think Browns fans were pretty stoked on that We're one. on the up. <laughs> we're going to be at Super Bowl. We could have been a contender. <laughs> All right, so they fired... Uh, I don't know why they kept him around into his third year, but they fired uh, Hugh Jackson midseason last year and hired Freddie Kitchens to replace him. Acquisitions, you're going to know some of these names, Tommy. Odell Beckham Jr., they signed Kareem Hunt. He is suspended for the first eight games after a little domestic violence situation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Roger Goodell, you're swell yeah. dude. Wait. But, never mind. Never mind. I'm uh, holding yeah. my tongue. I'm going to bite my yep. tongue on this one. I, good Good choice. They also signed defensive tackle Sheldon Richardson from the Vikings and traded for Olivier Vernon from the Giants. Key losses, they, they traded Duke Johnson. He was a running back. Uh, he, he really honestly didn't have a spot on this team with Kareem Hunt. They've got Nick Chubb that they're, they're really high on. So I, you know, that was just one of those things. They, they moved him to the, the Texans. A linebacker Jamie Collins signed a free agent deal with the Patriots. Jabril Peppers and uh, guard Kevin Zeitler also left the team in free agency. Best case scenario, I mentioned Nick Chubb once. 
he he comes in, he takes over that lead back role and does exactly what he did over the eight games, the last eight games of the season last year, where he you know he's averaging 130, 140, 150 rushing yards a game. He's scoring touchdowns. He's a threat to go to the end zone every time he touches the ball. Uh, Baker Mayfield continues his upward rise, and the defense gels and becomes great. Worst case, three words, combustible locker room. This place could be a mess. They've got some great players, but there's a lot of personality in that locker room, and if things start to go bad, they could turn quickly. I've got them going 11-5, and five, probably winning the division. Yeah, that sounds about right, Brian. I mean, there's just a bunch of studs on this team. Just straight studs. I mean, offensively, defensively, I think um, they're going to be fun to watch this year. I think they're going to be very fun to watch. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Uh, next, we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers. So last year they went 9-6-1. and one. Guys that they brought in this year, wide receiver Dante Moncrief, he played for the Jaguars last year, and then they drafted Devin Bush, 10th in the first round. That's a guy that they're really excited about. He looked great in the preseason. I I would imagine he's going to be an all-pro linebacker for a lot of years. Key losses, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, but anybody who's a a Bill Simmons listener or reader is probably familiar with something called the Ewing Theory. Uh, where you take seemingly your best player and lose them to trade, injury, free agency, whatever it is. They're no longer uh, on the, the active roster, and your team actually gets better, even though talent-wise, you on paper, you would say they got worse. I think that could be the situation with Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell ha- having Brown traded to the Raiders, Le'Veon Bell signed with the uh, Jets, and then they also lost tight end Jesse James. So best case is that locker room chemistry improves after losing Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. Ben Roethlisberger discovers that he has one year left in his career and and can play some good football. But worst case scenario, they find out the Big Ben's cooked. He's got nothing left. The offensive line struggles after losing uh, line coach Mike Munchak, and they they have a a rough year. Kind of take a step back. I I've got him going six and ten. Yeah, that sounds right too, Brian. I mean, I can see Big Ben just complaining again this year. And I think the Steelers are in for a, a, a tough season. Yeah. So I think uh, this season they're going to realize that they need to rebuild this year. and Or they're going to need to start rebuilding soon. Yeah. And I think this year is the year they realize. Yep, I totally agree. Well, that's going to do it for the AFC North. We'll move on to the AFC West. But first, we're going to take a quick break. And thank you for joining us on Name Change Pending. We appreciate you joining us on Name Change Pending today. Make sure and jump on Twitter. Follow your hosts, Brian Priest at BPriest24, Tommy Jerome at Ruthless underscore Lupe, and Josh Keel at Rise and Shout. Also, we know that you're busy, but if you could take two minutes out of your day and give us a five-star rating on your podcatcher of choice, that would be so amazing. Help us move up those algorithms. I don't totally understand how they work, but I know with some five-star ratings, the podcast shows up higher on the lists. And we want to help other people find the show, don't we? Doesn't really matter what you say for us. Maybe suggest some new verses for Ruthless Lupe. But thanks again for joining us, and stay tuned for more episodes of Name Change Pending. Welcome back. We discovered the AFC North, and now we'll jump right into the AFC West after talking about the Denver Broncos. Tommy, you're up next with uh, who you got? You got the Chargers, the Chiefs, or the uh, Raiders? Well, I have all three of them, and I'll talk a little bit about them. So first off, I have the Kansas City Chiefs, who 
are just red hot. They've been red hot. Last year they were red hot. I'm thinking they're going to be just as red hot. I feel like as far as, you know, for Patrick, is it Patrick? Patrick yeah. Mahomes? Pat I Mahomes. call him Post Mahomes. Patrick Post. Oh, I mean, it doesn't matter. He's, so he's great. <laughs> so for, you know, for Mahomes, I think there might be a dip in productivity than there was last year. Um, that's just me because I think if you're going to, you know, it, it was, it's tough to follow a season that he had last year, I, I think. That, that's exactly the point. The season was so good. How do you go up? Yeah, exactly. Like last season, they were 12-4, and 7-1 at home, 5-3 and three away. Mahomes know. threw 50 touchdown passes, I think right? so. I think, or yeah. It was, it was 50. I don't want to say it was more than 50, but I think it was somewhere. I believe it, it was I at believe least it 50. Was, I know it was at least 50. I want to say it was like 52 or something like that. If I, if, and if I remember right, this is kind of a side note, but um, Pat Mahomes was on your fantasy football team, right? He was, he was someone that you acquired from me early in the season, and then how did that league turn out? You won the league. Okay, Pat Mahomes. But I had the best quarterback. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got so the belt. Yeah, fair. Um, you know, but as far as the Chiefs go, they've had a lot of like key acquisitions. I think to help them defensively, a lot of defensive acquisitions that I like. As far as in safety, they have Tyron Matthew. Mm. You yes, know, the very honey badger yeah. don't care. Yeah, he does not care, and he balls out like he doesn't care. I mean, he's been a consistent player the past two years, man. I mean, he hasn't he's missed he hasn't missed a game in the past two years, so I think. Uh, brings consistency into a secondary that's kind of wishy-washy, and I think you know he's going to be a good safety for mm, them. Well, after having Eric Berry, a, a good safety, and I, I think you you were probably going to cover him, but yeah, it's for the Chiefs having someone consistently in that defensive backfield they can count on will be a big change. Oh yeah, most definitely. They also went out and got a cornerback from Green, a uh, free agent from Green Bay, uh, Bashad uh, Breland. Breland. Yeah. Um, he's going to bring experience. Not a big ball hawking guy. Doesn't go out there pick, picking passes. Only got like two interceptions last year. But I'm, he's going to bring experience to, a, I think, a weak uh, cornerback uh, group. That's yeah. just my, my opinion. I, they were pretty – I felt like they were pretty weak in the cornerback um, area. I'm not too sure. You know, yeah. what, would you, what do you think? I mean, really, w- when it came to Kansas City, if they had a good defense – they they would have won the Super Bowl. A, as it was, it was a, a one offside from D Ford where he lined up offside. He didn't even jump. He lined up offside. Without that, they they're in the Super Bowl anyway. Mm-hmm. So defensively is is the only place the Chiefs needed to make some additions, and I I think they've done what they should have. So yeah. I would agree with you. Yeah. So they even um, they even lost uh, Ford. They've lost Houston. So a lot of their you know, pass rush sacking power is is gone this year. But but they replaced that with uh, what was the the guy Frank Clark? Uh, they they acquired Frank Clark from Seattle and then signed him to a mega contract. So oh he's okay. going to be replacing D Ford as a defensive. And then end. they also got Alex Okafor too. So hopefully he can make up mm-hmm. uh, make up for that. Um, uh, they also signed Lashawn Lashawn McCoy after he got released from the Bills. So I mean, they got another attacking back. I mean, they signed McCoy just recently, not too long ago, within the week. Uh, within the week, so we'll see how he does uh, with Mahomes. So, do you think Shady's going to be more of a, a backup to Damian Williams, or is is Shady after he learns the offense? Is he going to take over? Because he's got some history with Andy Reid. 
Uh, from what I'm seeing right now, it looks like Damian Wilson is the starting running back. Okay. I think if Wilson's performance uh, dips in any way. I Williams. Think, sorry. Uh, Will- Williams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Williams. Yeah, but LaShawn McCoy does need to learn the, the offense. And as well, I think McCoy needs to get in shape. I don't know if he was training. I don't know. He didn't go to camp. I think they just barely signed him. Well, so he, he was with Buffalo. But he he had was in camp with the Bills, and then they, they released him on cut-down day. Oh, okay. So that's why he just signed with the Chiefs. Okay. So he could be in shape, could not be. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we'll see how he how he fares. I know the Chiefs also signed Matt Moore as their backup quarterback after Chad Henney broke his ankle. At, uh, I mean, sh- crappy luck for for Henney. I know. How do how do quarterbacks get hurt in the first place and then breaking an ankle? The what? backup quarterback. What did you do step not on even a sprinkler <laughs> head or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and on these all turf fields. Look, I've seen Blue Mountain State. I know that quarter backup quarterbacks don't have to work very hard. Yeah, they do not. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Um, also, um, they lost Henny. Another key loss, I mean, depending on who you are, Kareem Hunt, very productive early in the season, all season up until his controversy. And I think – What was that you called it? The kick heard around the league? <laughs> yeah, the kick heard around the league. Williams, I think they they got that replaced. I think they should be good on that front. Um, another guy – if he's healthy, he can ball, but really hasn't been healthy in the past couple years. Eric Berry. Um, which so is Berry's not with the team. Yeah, Berry's so not with the team. Yeah. He, they released him. Yeah. They okay. released him because he hasn't been healthy. Maybe he's played five games in the past two seasons. Always seems to get hurt. Um, and all, cancer. I mean, it's not all his fault. Well, I mean. Sorry. I didn't mean to sticks bring and down. stones. <laughs> But, yeah, he had cancer. Another person that they've lost also, Justin Houston, like I mentioned, you know, they're missing. That's, that was a lot of their sacking power, I think. Mm-hmm. But now he's gone. He, I believe, went to – do you know where he went? Uh, Justin Houston is a Colt. Colt. Yeah. So went to the Colts, um, added to their outstanding defense. So good for him. Also, um, but that what they added, though, through the draft is they got another speedster, speed wide receiver, McCall Hardman. These guys are just – they're seeing this, they just have so much speed on this team. It's ridiculous. They have Tariq Hill. They have Sammy Watkins. They have uh, DeAnthony Thomas. They have so much speed on this team. It is ridiculous. I don't think – in their receivers, besides, I don't know how fast Sammy Watkins is, but all the other receivers, they run at least a 4-4. I mean, Tommy, you and I are both fans of other teams in this division, and – from my perspective, I look at this Chiefs offense, and the the one word that I can think of is terrifying. Terrifying. I, I don't know how you ap- approach this team from a defensive standpoint because they have so many weapons. You can only take away so many guys. Yeah, it's true. I mean, your secondary is going to need to be on their toes, the balls of their feet. I mean, you can't, with the speed that they have, your secondary defense needs to be clicking. They need to be communicating. They can't fall asleep on these guys there's too much speed too many weapons mm-hmm. yeah one mistake one miscommunication and you've got Tyreek Hill in the end zone and then that's just the receivers and what about Travis Kelsey Travis yeah. Kelsey's also a stud the, as a tight end possibly the best tight end in football yeah and I mean, some would argue and I hopefully I mean he's looking to get healthy off of his you know ankle injury that he suffered mm-hmm. um I know he started practicing from what I 
research. He started practicing before all the veterans came to camp. He practiced with the rookies. Mm-hmm. Had an outstanding camp. Looks like he's going to start week one with no discomfort, no nothing. He's going to get okay. it going. Um, another person, uh, Damian Williams, who's going to take over that starting running back spot. Hamstring issues. I mean, he's – I mean, that could be an in-shape issue or just – when you're just kid, when you're going as fast as they're going, because this is a fast team, you know things tighten up. It happens. Yeah, and some guys are are predisposed to those soft tissue injuries. It it does happen. Yeah, and and then um next is just and, and so for me I look best case scenario for these guys Super Bowl champs. I think they have the tools, they have the weapons. If that defense, mm. I hate it. If, oh, I hate it. It, it hurts. If, yeah, it hurts. <laughs> but I mean, if if the def if what they the changes they made on defense. If it works out, these guys could win the Super Bowl. They have so many weapons. Mahomes is a baller. I mean, they he has too many weapons to not. I mean, the Patriots are old and diminished, I think, and I don't think they, they have that much competition this year. Yeah. Worst case, um, injuries plague them. You know, all these fast guys have hammy issues. They don't uh, – that's the best way. They're not as fast as – they're portrayed. They have injuries. Travis Kelsey still deals with his ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, all these, all this stuff. And then Mahomes just has had a 2018 phantom season. It's not, you know, you can't top that. He could top that, like, in some miracle in the world, he tops the season he had last year. But there's no, like, it's hard to tell. And hopefully, the tumble he does take this year in stats isn't a dramatic one to where it affects their chances at the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah so definitely. my prediction is, you know, Super Bowl champs, I guess I don't know, 14 and 2 maybe. 14 and 2. I you know, I everything you've said here, I w- I wish I could disagree with something. I I wish that I could throw salt on the Chiefs in some way. I I feel like they're almost as close to a perfect team as there is at least in today's NFL yeah with with the speed they have on the offensive side of the ball so I mean we we've already we've gone over it we've talked about it so my prediction for the Chiefs this year they're gonna win the West I I'm, I can't see a team in the AFC West that will compete with them even yeah no. um and then you you get into the playoffs and everything is a crap shoot but I I've got the the Chiefs right at the top of the AFC with the Patriots and I, between the two conferences, I think the AFC is the superior conference. So, oh, yeah. to me, the the Chiefs are probably the favorite for the Super Bowl in my mind. Yeah, mine too. Unfortunately, it, it hates because, like we, like you said, we both have teams in this division. You know, the Chargers and the Broncos, and it just it's. So yeah, I I just hate it. It's just the the Chiefs are just so good, and it, I I recognize it, but I. Hate so, question for you, Tommy. Before we move on to the Chargers, if you if you had a choice as a Chargers fan, who would you hate more to see win a Super Bowl, the Broncos or the Chiefs? Broncos, because of me or because of the Broncos? I would because say because we have of the some three. No, it's because so the Chiefs. Don't the Chiefs have the one? Chiefs haven't even been in a Super Bowl since sure. like Super Bowl three, I believe. Okay. Shoot. <laughs> Um, shoot. Um, honestly, not, not because of you, but just this, this, the state that we're in. I mean, no hate to Utah, but just, we only get Denver games and just, uh, I'm just, I like the Chargers. It's, it's tough to say. Well, I guess that makes one of us that's not throwing hate toward Utah. Okay, Tommy, so let's go ahead. Hey, and chicken. 
hate chicken. Hate chicken. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll move on to the Los Angeles Chargers. I I still don't like saying it, but I'm gonna try. <laughs> yeah, I hate saying it. I still <laughs> to this day I still call them the San Diego Chargers. Sometimes if I get on a roll and I'm mm-hmm. talking about them, but I'll be like, yeah, and the San Diego Chargers. And I'm like, ah. and like <laughs> a tear runs down my eye because they're the Los Angeles Chargers now. Broken hearts, countrywide. Yeah, a lot of. A lot of hate chicken in that s- in in San Diego right now. Okay, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, uh, where you at? Melvin Gordon. Stop, I I I don't know. I he's not a back like Gurley or Ezekiel Elliott to be asking for that type of money. He hasn't shown that. He's not our go-to guy. He is not the Chargers' go-to guy, and it's he's trying to make it seem like he is, <laughs> and it's. <laughs> Not the case. The Chargers are so fine with him. Oh, you're going to hold out? Okay. I mean, Eckler will catch passes out the backfield just like you did. Justin Jackson will run it up the middle just like you did. We have we are a back-by-committee team. Okay, let's be really clear. I'm, I'm chuckling because about six weeks ago, maybe five weeks ago or so, whenever training camp started, I was at work early one morning when the report came out that Gurley was holding out and – May Gordon. request a trade. Said Gordon. Er, not Gurley, sorry. That Melvin Gordon ha- was holding out and may request a trade. So I texted Tommy and I said, hey, how do you, I, s- I sent him a link to the article and asked how he feels about this. You've heard Tommy's opinion now that he's just not, he's he's not a back that's at that level like, like Todd Gurley and uh, Zeke Elliott. Well, five weeks ago, the response was, if he's out, I'm out. I'm just as out. He may not remember this, but Tommy was out on the Chargers five weeks ago if Melvin Gordon's not in the backfield. So, did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. You're upset. You've come a long way in that time. Fair. Training camp has worked wonders for you. <laughs> yeah, it has. <laughs> I don't right. remember saying that, but fair. Okay. Uh, but Go I'm ahead, still so in. Con- continue with the Chargers. I so don't mean to lead you here. So, I feel the Chargers had the best road record in all of NFL football. They went 12-4. and four. Because they do not have a home stadium. They have not played a home game all year. They're not going to play another home game this year. Fact. So they by far have the best road record in the NFL. Probably in NFL history at 12-4. and four. I feel like we see as much Charger Blue at Mile High as they see when they, they play in Los Angeles. Honestly, I saw more. <laughs> <laughs> there were more seats in Mile High. Yeah. Um, so as far as the Chargers go, no coaching change. I think they're really happy with Anthony Lynn. I don't think they're going to shy away from him until he has like a losing season um but he so far he's showing us that we're winning that we've won a few games we made it to the playoffs last year so i think you know we're in for anthony for anthony lynn for a long time um who they picked up they picked up tyrod taylor for some experience backup quarterback in case rivers gets hurt i i'm not big on backup quarterbacks but yay tyrod taylor woo yeah i mean it's He's he's an NFL caliber quarterback. It's not bad to have there. Fair. It's not your money. It's not. I wish I was getting his money. But anyways, another um, the one that I'm happy for. He's kind of older, but Thomas Davis. Back in the day, he could ball, but our linebacker group is just so weak. I mean, as far as Denzel Perriman, like he's a great football player, but he cannot stay healthy. Is Davis going to be the defensive play caller? Um, probably not. I think they're going to leave that to Denzel. Okay. But, I mean, I don't see why Davis shouldn't. But I think Davis is an outside backer. 
Denzel's going to be our middle backer. Oh, okay, okay. So that's why I think they're just going to leave it with Denzel. Once you're, you're, when you're the middle backer, you're the one calling the plays. Yeah. The outside backers kind of. But I think also if – but it helps us when Denzel gets hurt that we're going to have Thomas to be there and give that experience and probably be able to move over to middle and help that linebacker group. Um, and then as far as key losses, they lost Tyrell Williams, uh, speedy, speed re- speedy wide receiver. He signed with the Raiders, correct? Yeah. I, I never worried about him when the Broncos were playing him. I, I mean – he he was shifty and stuff. He was shifty and he made some all right. He made some good catches last year, but he'd either catch six balls for 120 yards and two touchdowns, or he'd have one catch for 17 yards. Yeah, or he'd drop a wide open pass. Mm-hmm. First game of the season, wide open down the field, beautiful pass by Rivers, and he drops it. He drops it. So I'm not too hurt that Tyrell Williams is out. Jahila died, free safety out. That's all I really have to say for him. I wasn't a big fan of him to begin with. I think Derwin James came in and kind of took that spot from him. And then... Unfortunately. Yeah. With but, Derwin. But now, even with it, uh, a day out... You don't you don't want to touch on the Derwin thing yet? You know, he's I, out. He's out for a few months. Even mean, like He's out for the season. Oh, he's out for the season? <laughs> he tore his ACL. He tore his ACL. I really am sorry. I didn't, mean, I didn't realize I was breaking that news. Last time I read, he's just going to be out for a few months. Well, I mean, he is. (laughs) Maybe a few more than you thought. (laughs) Just 12. (laughs) Just 12 of them. Well, that's unfortunate. There goes uh, Chargers defense. Well, secondary, unless Adderley can step up something from a second-round rookie. Hopefully retired. I don't know. Make a comeback and play safety for us. I don't know. They got room. We got room now. (laughs) In the draft, we ended up uh, we went uh, defensive tackle um, Jerry Tiller- Tillery. Yeah, Jerry Tillery, twenty um, eighth overall from Notre Dame. He's gonna bring. Hopefully, he brings a threat up the middle. While we have, you know, we have some of the best, two of the best edge rushers in the NFL. Well, he was a guy that some some draft draft picks pegged as a as an early pick. You know, maybe even a top ten pick if I remember right. Yeah, um, but I also think. Um, uh, off-season injury or off-season surgery kind of had him drop in the draft. Um, we also drafted Nasir Adderley, second round, number 60 over out at Delaware. Um, he's got, I think now, hearing the word of James being out for the season, I think he's going to play an important role in that secondary. I don't know. I haven't looked at the depth chart, updated depth chart. Maybe he's been moved into that starting spot. And then next, they in the fifth round, number 166. Out of North Dakota State, they picked Easton Stick. Um, I maybe possible QB in the future. I'm not too sure. Um, but that's, uh, I mean, they're really high on him. I haven't seen him do much, so we'll see how he does. I think they're gonna, he's going to squeeze out Cardell Jones. He did squeeze out Cardell Jones for that third spot. I think they cut Cardell. Yeah, they cut Cardell, I believe. Um, as far as your, your safeties are concerned on the ESPN website, they have I heard you on the ESPN. On ESPNs. We can be like Tiger Woods and his daddy. Bobby Boucher. But uh, ESPN lists your Ciao. starting safeties as Rebecca. Adrian. <laughs> Go on. Big city living and Hello. a voodoo woman named Phyllis. <laughs> so your starting safeties are listed as Adrian Phillips and Rayshon Jacobs. Great. <laughs> glad to glad to see it. Love to 
hopefully Adderley can somehow earn a spot in there. I don't know. This has Might been have an emotional shot. roller coaster for yeah, you. Very up and down. Go Chiefs. Um, just kidding. How dare I say that? Whoa. Sorry. Just that's on tape. That's the burner. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, so as far as trying to stay healthy, hopefully Joey Bosa starts out the season well. Last season he missed the first nine games. Nine games with a foot injury. Was trying to get it all sorted out because he didn't want to miss the season. Finally, nine games. He got cleared to play. Balled out. Become one of the, you know, under Ingram was the second in sacks. So the guy can ball. Just hopefully he can just stay healthy. And, and you know, it's hard when those big guys have feet problems. Mm, it's yeah. really tough, especially the type of, you know, he's a pass rusher. So he's putting a lot of pressure on the feet. So I'm hoping he can stay healthy because with Joey Bosa and Mar- Melvin, no, not yeah, Melvin, Melvin Ingram. Ingram. Yeah, I make fun of the Chargers for having two, two Melvins. Mel- all well, they the only time. have one now. There's two Melvins in the world. Not just one, but two Melvins. <laughs> um, but uh, with him and Melvin, I think this one of the best pass rushes in in the NFL. And I'm probably mean, second in the division. Yeah. On, well. <laughs> you you agreed. I don't. We're sticking with that. I don't, because I know exactly who you're talking about. And no. You agreed. Your it's 50 Your instinct was to agree. Go with it. No, because I was thinking Chiefs, but no, it's not. The Bron- the Broncos do have probably one of the best linebackers of all time in Von Miller. But. So what's your worst case scenario with the Chargers? <sighs> Worst case scenario, Derwin James. Derwin James retires from football <laughs> because of his hurt leg. I mean, we've already seen one All-Pro retire in the last couple of weeks, and Andrew Luck. So I thought it was a question. surgery on his foot. No, man, he tore his ACL win. Just like three weeks ago. Go ahead, go ahead, and give your uh, your worst case, and I'll worst case. Chargers have secondary woes. We can't defend a pass. We have a team just pick our zone apart like Tom Brady, and we have a worse road record than we did last year. Best case, we're second in the AFC West, possible possible wild card team. That's our best case. Okay. My prediction is second in the AFC West. Okay. Well, I've been wrong this whole podcast. It looks like it's it's not an ACL. It is a foot injury, but it's got an anticipated three to four month recovery time. That's what I said. So he's on IR, and it, this was early in August. So I guess three to four months. Best case, you're looking at Thanksgiving, maybe. Yeah, yeah that's what I got. That's okay. why I was like, ACL. Let's just start over with the Chargers. No, please, no. I've just been I've been I talking did a bad too much. Job. So okay, so after that, my minor panic attack. My sources were right. Derwin James, three to four months, best case, Thanksgiving. They'll probably treat him with kid gloves so he won't be back. I don't see him back this year unless we make the playoffs, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, prediction? What do you think? I said it's second in the AFC, yeah, just sub 500. So I would say two more, 10 and 6. When Derwin James was healthy, I I had the, the Chargers and Broncos – Really competing throughout the year um, it, in in the best-case scenario for the Broncos. So for the Chargers to be as successful as they were last year, I, I just think it's probably outside of the realm of possibility at this point. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict the Chargers come in at uh, 500, 8-8, eight and eight, 
and probably move on from Phillip Rivers after this year. So up next, we've got the one more time Oakland Raiders. Mm. Yeah, so Raiders, I mean, these guys, it's not one thing, it's another. There was just a post where now Antonio Brown thinks the Antonio Brown thinks the team's hating on him because he's missing practice, so they fine him a few thousand dollars. Wait, now there's been more Antonio Brown stuff. Yeah. Now he's now he's playing the victim. Oh yeah, he's um. So I will pull up via Bleacher Report on the Instagram. Oh, Insta. The best place for news. Where millennials get our news. Via AB, Antonio Brown, and I quote, When your own team want to hate, but there's no stopping me now, devil is a lie. Everyone got to pay this year, so we clear. At Raiders. Wow. And, and that's for being fired. Wow. <laughs> Everyone wants to hate that I refuse to practice all of training camp because of my helmet issue. It... I mean, legitimate, whatever. There were several guys that were upset. Tom Brady was one of them that his his helmet was outlawed going into this season. But you know what everybody else in the league did? They dealt with it. They got over it. Yeah, they and they went to camp. And they were there with their team. Hey, but he hurt, he hurt his footsie. He did burn his feet. I I just I can't I can't believe it. I don't even know how much we can say about the Raiders. It's such a ridiculous story. And I don't have that much air in my lungs, so <sighs> we'll try and keep it brief. It is hot in this room, it so let's so not take our time. For the Raiders, obviously they got Antonio Brown. Great player. He knows it. The world knows it. Unfortunately, the worst thing is he knows it. Um, oh, and he'll tell you about it. Oh, he's not afraid. He'll tell you about it. If he can see you in his helmet. Um, and next, they got the Tyrell Williams. Got him Ty Tyrell Williams off the Chargers. Um, great ball player. Whatever. I think, you know, cool, good for them. Someone to pass it to when Antonio Brown can't play. Um, who'd they lose? They lost Jared Cook. Great tight end. Unfortunately, lost him to the Saints. Gruden just seems he can't keep good players. Is that my case? Like, he got rid of Amari Cooper, Khalil Mack. The best, te like, the players that you can sit, like, are good on this team, and he's losing them. Like, I think Gruden is not an ego coach. Like, he can't coach egos because mm -hmm. the egos are just going to leave. Yeah, like, I, what do you think? <coughs> There's a lot of things I could say about John Gruden. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you one, man. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> No, I, I I don't think John Gruden is uh, a good football coach anymore because I think he's still coaching in the early 2000s. It's a and different game. Really what it comes down to. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think he's a good coach, which is great for me because he coaches the Raiders, so that's two wins every year. Yeah. Um, also, Jordy Nelson retired unless Rodgers calls him back and then he'll go to Green Bay. Well, he already did sign a one-day contract with the Packers to retire there. As a Packer. Good. Yeah. Good for him. I know. I'm happy for him. Uh, Marshawn Lynch. I don't think Gruden ever liked Marshawn Lynch. So. Well, it was just too many Skittles in the locker room. You know, Gruden complained all the time. Skittles everywhere. What am I walking on? Skittles. Sorry, coach. Taste the rainbow. Most of their key acquisitions, too, they've just been draft picks. They got Josh Richards. Oh, no, Josh Jacobs. 
They also mm-hmm. have a Josh Richards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jalen Richards. But um, first round, 24th overall out of Alabama. On here it says he's a wide receiver, but isn't he a running back? Josh Jacobs? Yeah. Yeah, he is a running back. Yeah. So he's going to be that running back. He's going to be their first, you know, their go-to. So I think he should be all right. Um, then they picked up a tight end. This tight end group is so wide open for the Raiders. Like, if you just say you're a tight if you're a wide receiver, you're not getting touches, just tell them you're a tight end so you can get some touches because they are so wide open in tight end that the possible fourth-round tight end that they picked up, Foster, you can correct uh, Let me it. take a look at it. From LSU. Uh, Foster Moreau, Yeah, probably. Moreau. Yeah, I'm not good with words, people, but sorry. He's probably going to be their number one tight end because this group is so wide open and they don't have that many tight ends. Yeah, I, I mean, I typically know most, at least – have recognized most names, and I've never seen the name Darren Waller, who is listed as their Raiders starting tight end right now. I've never seen any of the three names listed on their depth chart. Darren Waller, Foster Moreau, or Derek Carrier. Yeah, and as far as looking to get healthy, hopefully Antonio's Brown, Antonio Brown. So besides the bruised ego, since it's so bruised, I mean, and then his, you know, Longfellow Deeds foot. I feel like, you know, hopefully he can just, you know, keep it going. Also their tackle, Colton Miller. Did, did Sorry, go back to Antonio Brown for just half a second. Did you see the pictures of his feet? No. They were mangled. They, they looked bad. I, I mean, would you, like imagine a, a really bad sunburn and some blistering. I'm going to take a look. That's what his feet looked like. So best case for them, subpar, 500 season. Worst case, no 500 season. Prediction, under 500. I don't know. Maybe 500 with the talent they have. But there's just so much ego. And if it's not Gruden's, if it's not Antonio Brown's ego, it's Gruden's ego. I I feel like this is the team that in November, it, I mean, really it fits that they have Antonio Brown now. I feel like it's going to be the Steelers of the last couple of years. Get into, you know, mid-season, Octo- or late October, November, into December, and there's just every other day you're going to feel like you're hearing something come out of that locker room and some news about players being upset, somebody not liking their role, somebody doesn't feel like they're getting enough touches and things like that. I, I think that's who this Raiders team is going to be. If they win five games, I would be stunned. Yeah. I've got them as the worst team in the West easily. Yeah, I think so. I think they're just – you think Raiders, this is the team I think of at this point. Like, it's just – these guys drafted a punter and a kicker in the first round. These guys are unorthodox, and it makes zero sense the moves they make. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just another reason for them not to win anything. Just punt on the year and move to Las Vegas, where I have season tickets in the black hole. So any Raiders fans listening, feel free to reach out to me at bpriest24. Tickets are going to be for sale in Las Vegas. So uh, this this one will be a little bit different. Tommy was doing the research on these, but since I'm a Broncos fan, of course, I had to I had to do theirs. So we'll Ooh. but last year the Broncos went six and ten. Uh, I don't want to get too in depth, but I, I, not trying to give them a lot more airtime than I gave any of the other teams. They went six and ten. They weren't good. Weren't um, good. Defensive. Weren't good. <laughs> weren't good. 
So as far as coaching changes, they, they moved on from Vance Joseph and hired the Bears defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio. Fangio's a, a football lifer. He's been working in the NFL for 40-plus years and got his first head coaching job. I I think he he got the right attitude. He could be good. Key acquisitions, they traded for quarterback Joe Flacco, as we mentioned, from the Ravens. And then in free agency, they signed Kareem Jackson and Bryce Callahan to uh, bolster the back end of that defense. Key losses, I mean, I guess technically losing your quarterback is a key loss, but... Something like that, yeah. In this case, it doesn't really apply. Um, Case Keenum wasn't an NFL quarterback last year, and he started a lot of NFL games. It was rough. And then they also lost defensive backs, Darian Stewart, Bradley Roby. Um, Just a little bit of turnover on the the defensive side of the ball. In in the draft, they they took Noah Fant in the first round of tight end out of of Iowa. And then they've got two guys that are really high on uh, guard, Dalton Reisner out of Kansas State. And they they took uh, quarterback Drew Locke out of Missouri in the second round back-to-back picks. So and then health-wise, Emmanuel Sanders tore his tore his Achilles last year. Um, Philip Lindsay, their starting running back, had wrist surgery at the end of the year, so both those those guys were on the shelf to end the season, and they're hoping to be healthy. Chris Harris in the defensive backfield broke his leg to end the year, and then Jake Butt continues to have ACL issues. I I'd be surprised if Butt actually ends up playing for the Broncos. Uh, best case scenario, the offensive line really comes together with Mike, the Mike Munchak higher. And then uh, uh, Flacco at least stabilizes the offense so that Drew Locke can grow. If the offensive line is good, Joe Flacco could... He can make throws, Tommy. Sure. Don't give me that look, Tommy. Don't give me that look. Uh, the, the offensive line gets good, opens up holes for Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. The, the defense ends up being dominant. I, I really do think they're going to be a dominant defense. They go, you know, 10 and 6, 11 and 5, and challenge for a wild card because they're in the division with the Chiefs. They're not going to beat the Chiefs. Worst case scenario, <laughs> Joe Flacco continues to be a statue. The offensive line is. T- don't, don't laugh, Tommy. You're the biggest homer we've had on this podcast. You're talking about the Chargers beating the, the Chiefs. A couple weeks ago. Don't give me that crap, okay? So, Joe Flacco's a statue. Uh, injuries, linebacking core struggles, um, you know, the, and the defense ha- has some issues because of the linebacker struggles. And they end up going 4-12. and 12. My prediction, I, I honestly think the defense is going to be really good. The offense is going to be up and down. It's going to be inconsistent. I've got them going 9-7. and seven. Uh, But still, at 9-7, and seven, they're involved in the wild card chase at the end of the season but probably end up short that's that's fair i thought you were gonna give me a different prediction there but yeah nine and seven i can live with that i'm not the homer you think i am tommy yeah i mean i think nine and seven is accurate for this team um defense i'll give you that defense bunch of studs on defense you can't deny it you know they're they're good defensively they got a nice pass rush with Chubb and Miller. Mm. Oh, should we tell the, the listeners that you get to buy a Bradley Chubb jersey this year? No. I have to. But it's... We're not going to get into that, Brian. I was swindled. Which color do you want? Do you want, like, the the color rush orange? Do you want the no, normal orange? Do you want a blue one, a white one? So, yeah, 9 and 7 seems to be a, a good a good place for the, the donkeys. But that's going to wrap up our AFC West preview. Uh, Stay tuned for additional shows from 
name change pending. We've got podcasts coming out this week. Already released a, a season preview episode for Utah State football. And then we're going to have the rest of the divisions released in two to, to three division segments throughout the course of the week. So, as I said, thank you for joining Name Change Pending.